Hello and welcome back to another episode of Eli's Corner. This is e- this is your host Eli here, and this is episode fifty-eight. Congratulations to the NFC champs, the 49ers, and the AFC champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, as they took care of business. And now we are going to have a big Super Bowl rematch. Uh, this time, no Jimmy Garoppolo. We're going to have a uh, Brock Purdy as the uh, starting quarterback for f- the 49ers. And can Brock Purdy stop the Taylor Swift uh, Swifties and all the Kansas City fans from getting another back-to-back ch- uh, back to back uh, championship. But overall, let's just talk about it. A lot to get into today with this episode. I'm really excited. We have some NBA to talk about. Uh, a new show that I actually ta- uh, actually got um, really hooked on was the Six Nations of Full Contact. So a lot to talk about on this episode. And here we it up episode 58 is here guys i just want to send a quick shout out to my uh, my my good friend uh joey uh thank you for uh tuning in on if you have not seen the last episode i did a live podcast with my good lacrosse buddy uh joey uh a uva um a uva player that plays uh college lacrosse a really big time high recruit that came out of manhasset new york in long island uh, that was a great episode. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, please go and check it out. You know, uh, it was another great one. But we're here. It's episode 58. A lot to get into. Um, the last time I had another episode before my uh, video podcast, um, I didn't get to talk about the Chiefs against the Bills and Ravens and all those other games. But I'm not really going to get too much into it because, you know, it, Last we just we just had championship uh, NFC championship uh, sorry NFL uh, championship weekend and it was a lot of high um, crazy games I would have to say to be honest uh, very very int- very good close games um, well the first one Kansas City against Baltimore it was one sided uh, very surprised with Baltimore I actually had the Ravens winning. But um, Kansas City went into there, went in there, and actually got the job done. They took care of business and actually won seventeen to zero. Lamar Jackson did not look. Uh, the Ravens team did not look like what what we thought they were during the 
previous during the regular season. Uh, they didn't really have a great strong run game. They did a lot of passes, which didn't make sense. 82% of pass of drop back passes. Um, so a lot of questions that I have for um, John Harbaugh and, and that Ravens coaching staff. Uh, I don't think they really were prepared. Andy Reid and that and their coaching staff and Steve and a defensive coordinator, Steve pa- Stack, uh, Spagnola, uh, really did a great job. And, you know, we have to put some respect on the Chiefs' defense for what they did in containing Lamar, getting a couple interceptions, some miscues and stuff like that. They got the job done, man. And um, you got to give it to the Chiefs, man. I mean, even though with this whole Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey relationship and everything going on, the Chiefs got it done. You know, they they took care of business. They are the kings of NFC, and they are looking like the new dynasty team that has been taking over a storm right now. So there's a lot to get in. There's a lot to talk about with that. But yeah, like I said, back to the game, it was 17 to 10. Mahomes played pretty great. Um, Ravens defense made a couple of stupid bonehead um, penalties. And, you know, the Ravens just looked very sloppy from the previous game when they were, you know, when it was close against the Houston Texans. But then, you know, the the Ravens uh, in the second half got things going. So they were able to, you know, get a comfortable lead and get the win. But this time they weren't able to do it. They were down seventeen to to ten to, to no, not sorry, seventeen to seven at one point. And then Raven, uh, the Ravens had the momentum. And I'll tell you something: when Lamar Jackson threw that huge passing gain to um, Zay Flowers, and then all of a sudden that helped. And then next, you know, he got that taunting penalty, and and then you know the Chiefs de- de- uh, defense and. Uh, Came up big and forced a fumble against him before he um, crossed the pile, uh, pylon to get it. So I think that that was a really big game-changing moment, to be honest with you guys. Uh, it was just really discombobulated that I think the Ravens just really weren't able to get the job done. Um, another disappointing season in my book. I don't think Lamar choked. It's just that I don't think he had the help and the run game that we all thought he was going to have. So this is um, pretty surprising because I really thought that that Ravens defense was really going to contain Patrick Mahomes, but he found a way, and Travis Kelsey played a great game too, and hats off to that defense again, like I said, because they they showed up big time, and um, they're going back to the Super Bowl, So and they're going to defend their title. So after all the speculations of, what are the, how are the Chiefs going to do in the playoffs, playing against Miami, then Buffalo, then stuff like that, and also not having home field advantage for the, uh, the the last two games. That was a big one for them. So this was a huge win overall for both teams. A lot of things can, can be said. But, you know, I'm really, uh, I have to say, you know, it hats off to the Chiefs. They did their job. So, you know, they're off to the Super Bowl. And you know what? Um, the question is now, can Brock Purdy and the 49ers uh, get the job done and finally get a Super Bowl win after not winning a Super Bowl in a long time since uh, I don't really know the, the the date. But, yeah, so we're going to get into the next game, the AFC Championship game, NFC uh, Championship game with the Detroit Lions against 
the San Francisco 49ers, where my heart really feels for the Detroit uh, Lions. They were up 21 to 7 in at halftime, guys. I thought that this game was done, to be honest with you. Good thing I kept watching because it was very an intent, um, intense and entertaining game. So at the end of it, the Lions did not get the job done. Uh, Dan Campbell went for some very questionable fourth downs and it didn't pay off. And there was a lot of times he could have kicked the field goal just to get the points. But I think his ego got the best of him. And, you know, Kyle Shanahan and his coaching staff made some adjustments and, you know, Brock Purdy led his team the way and got them back into the game. And they ended up closing it out and getting the job done. So this is it's just heartbreaking for Detroit. I mean, they had uh, no one expected them to get this far. And it's very hard to get to this point because um, you never know what's going to happen next season. So, um, man, I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. It was just Jared Goff did play pretty well, but he didn't get any passing touchdowns. Um, he just, you know, it just did not, you know, in the second half, they did not like the team that they that were playing in the first half after they got a big lead and was jumping so far ahead. Their run game was doing their jobs, but, you know, they also had a costly uh, fumble that actually hurt them at in in the second half. So, you know, I just felt like the, the lines were, you know, all over the place. So, you know, I think that's the reason why they didn't get the win. But, I mean, still hats off. I mean, it was a great career. I mean, a great uh, season. So, a uh, great season for them. Jared Goff really proved a lot of people that he can be an elite quarterback with the team. And he can lead a team to the right place. Um, I thought that the Lions were going to win because I had a good feeling that Jared Goff was going to play well in this game. But, you know, things happen. And, um, man, I just got to say, you know, it's just really... Uh, crazy to just see like you know they were up 21 to 7 and ended up you know the 49ers winning 34 to 31 you know Christian McCaffrey uh played it pretty well um Debo Samuels was hurt the last game he was out against the Packers and you know and you know um I thought that you know maybe he wasn't going to be 100% healthy uh, going into this game. That's why I had the Detroit Lions uh, doing their thing, you know, but, you know, you got to give, you know, where, where where your credit is due. And, you know, the 49ers took care, took, took care of business and they got the job done at, at the most part. So I'm really proud. I'm really just had to say, you know, even though I had the Detroit Lions winning, you know, it, it is what it is. And, um, you know, now we have a rematch you know, the last time these two teams played, we thought that the 49ers were going to run away with it. But then in the second quarter, uh, they didn't. And uh, they blew the lead. And Patrick Mahomes and the boys won their first ever um, Super Bowl. So now it's up to Brock Purdy this time. No Jimmy Garoppolo this time. A little bit different from last time. I mean, the 49ers still have a very good defense, a very star studded team but we can't forget about the Chiefs as they are a very good team they've been in the playoff they've been in the Super Bowl um they they're the Super Bowl champs so it's going to be a really entertaining fun game I think I hope that you know things go the way that you know I hope that you know maybe Brock Purdy gets the job done I can uh 
I don't know. I mean, Brock Purdy really uh, deserves some credit. He, this guy has, you know, he really did show up. He he led his team back and, you know, getting the win. So, you know, there's a lot to get on this about, you know, about these te- about about this game. And, you know, there's so much. And now we have to wait two weeks for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl LV 1111. I think that's going to be Super Bowl if I'm not mistaken. Uh that will be Super Bowl fifty eight. So Super Bowl fifty eight. Um it's gonna be pretty exciting, uh pretty fun to see. So, you know, my hat's off to them. You know, it just sucks that, you know, the Lions lost that way and, you know, the, the Baltimore Ravens because I really thought Lamar this was going to be Lamar's year. But, you know, it's always next year. Like I can say to all the Baltimore and uh, Detroit fans, it's always next year. Things can always change. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the 49ers rallied from 17 down to beat the Lions and reach the Super Bowl. Uh, they have one more game to go. And, you know, then maybe a lot of people will be calling – um, Brock Purdy, instead of Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant to Mr. Relevant, you know, cause he has really, I, I, I think, I mean, he played better this game than he did, uh, last game. I think when he had against the Packers, I thought that, I thought that the, uh, Packers should have really won that game because Jordan Love was playing out of his mind, but, um, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, the 49ers got the job done. Defense came up big, you know, and they got, they got some, they got some key stops. So, Hats off to the 49ers and, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, Super Bowl 48 is going to be a very fun, intriguing matchup. So I can't wait to see what happens. Um, But, you know, I'm going to go on to the next topic because I have a couple more topics to talk about. Uh, The NBA has been going lights out, uh, been been going pretty crazy with especially last week with Rivalry Week. Uh, My Knicks are on a seven-game winning streak, and they are now a fourth seed in the East, which is pretty good. Jalen Brunson has been playing out of his mind, and it's crazy that he is not an all-star starter, but it is what it is. So, you know what? We're going to just deal with that. Um, the Bucks actually, and also other news, the Bucks actually um, fired their, their coach, Griffin, and now Doc Rivers is the new coach. Uh, it was pretty surprising, even though the Bucks are a two seed. But I guess you know Giannis and the coach did not, uh, uh, Coach Griffin did not work out their differences. I guess so. I think um, which I'm gonna call it. Um, coach Griffin got the boot, and now Doc Rivers is under the helm right now. Uh, the Boston Celtics right now is still the top, fa- uh, still the top team. Then you got the Bucks, the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, you ha- also have the New York Knicks, Cleveland Cavaliers right after them, Indiana Pacers with their, you know, new new addition uh acquired uh Pascal Siakam, been pretty playing pretty well. They're on a three-game win streak. Miami's still there. Orlando's number 8, Chicago's number 9, and Brooklyn is number 10 so far. Um the trade deadline's coming up very soon. Um so very, you know, I'm very, you know, Happy for the guys. I mean, very happy for, you know, what's been going on in the NBA. Knicks get a much-needed win against the Miami Heat, 
which they really needed. Uh, in the West, you know, the Timberwolves are still the hot team right now. Number one in the uh, number one seed. Number two are the f- uh, defending champions, the Denver Nuggets. And number three is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Number four is, you know, the L.A. Clippers. Number five is the Sacramento Kings. Six is the Phoenix Suns. And also shout out to Devin Booker. He's been going off lately. Been dropping 40, 62, another 40. So, you know, he's been doing his thing. The Dallas Mavericks are number seven. Number eight is the New Orleans Pelicans. Number nine is the Los Angeles Lakers after they come off with a horrible loss against the Houston Rockets. The Utah Jazz are number 10. And then you got the Houston Rockets and then the Golden State Warriors. So, yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot going on. Uh, shout out to uh, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Luka Dantage. I mean, this this past week, a lot of players have been scoring from like 60 to 60 and beyond uh, points. Joel Embiid scored 70. Luka Doncic scored 73. Um, it's, it's just nuts. It really is. And, um, it's crazy how these teams are not really playing that great a defense, even though it was great to see that Lucas scored 73, but there was some plays that I saw and it was like the defense was just giving up and they were just letting them play. At some point you gotta hit, you gotta hit the man and, you know, let him know, listen, you ain't going to just come up here and just, you know, do whatever you please. But listen, man, Lucas, a bad man. Uh, Joel Embiid got 70. Congratulations to him. Uh, he's been out now for the last two day, last two games since since his 70-point uh, game. He's just been dealing with a uh, knee injury, you know. And I think if he he can't miss five more games, if he does – no, I'm sorry. Yeah, five more games, and I think he won't be eligible for the MVP. And right now he's having an MVP caliber season. You know what they say? As you know, if a player wins back to back MVPs, they end up winning their first trip, uh, first chip, uh, uh, finals, first finals uh, trophy. So, you know, it's been previously happening because it happened to Giannis. Uh, He went back to back and then won won the championship. And then also, you know, Jokic went back to back. I mean, Jokic went back to back and ended up winning a championship. So, you know, it's. Pretty intriguing, to say the least, about, you know, what the NBA has been doing. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder come off a bad loss against the, the, the um, against a very bad, uh, the worst team in the East Eastern Conference so far right now. And that's the Detroit Pistons. And they and they were without uh, Kate Cunningham. So it was very interesting to see that, you know, a, a good team like the OK, Oklahoma City Thunder get blown out by a very sorry team. But you know what? Things happen. Like I said, things really happen. And um, it's just very interesting. It's just very, yeah, I would say interesting to say the least about what's been going on. So, yeah, you know, the NBA has been really, uh, it's just really exciting. The trade deadline's coming up very soon, too, as well. So, you know, fasten your seatbelts because this is the second half of the season. It's going to be bonkers. Uh we also had a another good game this past weekend. The Los Angeles Lakers took care of business against the Golden State Warriors, a struggling team that is really, you know, trying to find their way to, you know, get more wins and try to get into those playoff spots. But, you know, it's not really easy, especially in this conference. Uh, so, you know, 
I got to just give it, um, I got to give it to the, um, I, I just got to give it to the uh, Lakers for going in in a, in a hostile environment and, you know, getting the job done against the, one of the rival teams, rival neighbors, I, I should say, in the state of California. So, you know, guys, um, like I said, I've been very happy with what the Knicks have been doing on a seven-game winning streak since they got OG Ananobi. Um, they have been 10-2. and two. So that's been really uh, impressive on, uh, you know, on my part. I, I mean, impressive as a fan of the Knicks, even though I still think the Knicks still need to make a couple moves. Uh, Randall's is injured. He, I think he dislocated his shoulder uh, in the last game. So he might be out for a couple of significant weeks. But, you know, overall, we could just say that, you know, um, the NBA, the second half of the season is gonna uh, it's gonna depend on what's gonna happen in the trade deadline and how teams will you know finish the season because it is still a very long season. Uh, All Star break is in two weeks, so it's gonna be very interesting to see you know which team you know that's been struggling come off in a hot run, which a uh, good team could uh you know start crumbling a little bit and you know not really um get to their full potential. But, you know, overall, you know, the All-Star game is coming up soon. Uh, a lot of, like I said, Jalen Brunson was not, uh, he was uh, stubbed by uh, Damian Lillard because the fans voted for Damian Lillard, which I think it's crazy. But, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, you just got to, you know, keep the keep the dice rolling, you know. So it's just been very interesting. It's just been very um good for the game i know there's going to be a lot of views now that uh the nfl is going to be you know soon soon to be ending so you know i think the nba is going to get the buzz that he needs to get lebron has been showing out like like he always has uh but you know today the lakers did not get the win against the houston rockets and that dylan and dylan brooks so you know overall you know with the trade deadline i really don't know what teams are going to go for what i know that uh deandre uh murray is definitely available for the lakers uh but there's been some speculation that d'angelo russell uh has been playing so well that now that they have been really been stalling the trade market i mean the not trade market but they've been really stalling you know the trade uh because it could work for them or it could not you know you never know d'lo might you know be the key that they actually need, you know, to win a championship or, you know, they could go out there and get a star player. But um, it's very interesting and I'm really intrigued to see, you know, what's going to happen during the trade deadline and see how the second half will go. So, you know, guys, um, hang on tight because, you know, fasten your seatbelts. The second half of the NBA season is going to uh, start soon after the All-Star break. So, you know, we got to see what's going to what's going to take place on this time but yeah i'm gonna go on to the next sport um a couple quick things on this sport uh, it's, uh i'm gonna talk about some soccer real quick with you guys um there's been a lot of breaking news lately about coaches uh some of them two two big uh great coaches are leaving their clubs this year as xavi calls it a quit after barca lose to one of their um to one of their teams and then also Jurgen Klub is stepping down 
at the end of the season. So who will be the new Liverpool manager? And there were some rumors going around that Mikel Arteta was going to leave Arsenal, but he shut those rumors down at a press conference today saying that that was not true. So Mikel Arteta is staying. Uh, whoever thought that Mikel Arteta was leaving, they just probably wanted to get some um, get some views on their thing. But, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, Xavi, uh, Xavi leaving was a pretty big surprise for me, also with club. But oh, oh, uh, I'm going to go with Xavi. I'm going to talk about Xavi first. Um, he came in to rebuild, remodel this team, get all the players that he wanted to. And now it looks like a lot of the players don't like some of his philosophies, are not a, are not agreeing with it. Um, and, you know, he is done at the end of the season. He said that even though he did get a Also, let's not forget, Barca did give him a contract extension. So, you know, this is really crazy that um, he decided just to be like, you know what, forget it. You know what, I'm just going to. I'm, I'm just going to, you know, leave at the end of the season because it's just too much. And I think, you know, in the dressing room, there's been a lot been going on with the players not liking some of his, you know, ways that he's coaching and stuff like that. And, you know, I think they I think he just got had so much uh, had enough. And plus with the Barca media, because let's not forget, Barcelona is a very top is one of the top five, top five, top ten top five top three you know clubs in the world and um they they've won a lot of championships and you know they've made a lot of great players such as you know Eliano uh, uh Messi and you know Neymar so you know it's just very sad to see that how does um you know this Barcelona team now has to find another coach and who will be that next coach because at first, when I heard that uh, Mikel Arteta, when I saw the rumors that Mikel Arteta might be leaving, I was thinking he may be going to Spain, you know, in Barcelona. But, you know, now that the, those rumors are shut down, um, we'll have to see. You know, I really do feel bad for Xavi. I remember play, I remember not playing, but remember watching him play as a kid, you know, because he was part of that big um, gladiator team, that that Spain national team. And he was also a famer. A fam- um, um, also for his club team, he played for Barcelona. So it's just pretty weird to see a childhood, uh, guy who dreamed of playing for Barca, lived in the countries of Spain, you know, played for them, won championships and then became a coach and it all didn't work out. I guess, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're a great player, coaching doesn't work out for you because the same thing happened with Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was a coach for the LA Lakers and it didn't work out as well so you know hats off to them i mean and hats off to them but you know it's a lot of questions that we have for the barca and xavi team and you know where will xavi go next you know he may go to the premier league like i don't know maybe he might take a couple maybe a year a couple months off and see what the market offers him but you know it's it's just very interesting to say the least now jurgen club is stepping away from liverpool after being there for many years now and also making the league more competitive and making it more interesting, you know, as what he has done with the Liverpool side. I know that a lot of Liverpool fans are pretty shocked, uh, probably surprised too as well to hear the news of Jurgen Klub. But, you know, 
And they're still having a good season. Like, they could win the league, you know, this year and a couple more titles. But I think with everything going on, I think um, Jurgen Club probably said, you know what, I want to find another place to uh, play at, uh, another place to coach at, or maybe they just they just really couldn't get into a contract uh, agreement for a contract extension, you know. So it's just been crazy, you know, what uh, Jurgen Club has done for this club, you know, got them to the um, the Champions League finals twice, uh, winning one out of those two that they got, you know, winning the Premier League in thirty years that 2020 season. So, you know, there's so much, so many surprising things that have been going on in the football world. You know, my Man City team finally got a, the curse is over. They finally got a win in Tottenham, in Tottenham's new stadium. So, you know, it's it's really good to see that, you know, they're still going strong. Champions League is coming up actually next month. So, you know, hopefully Xavi and Barca can try to find a way to, you know, make a, big run in the uh, Champions League tournament because I think it's either the Champions League tournament. I don't think they have a good shot in La Liga to win the league after last year. So, you know, it's just very interesting to say the least. Um, You know, but I'm excited to say the least, you know, because, you know, Champions League is coming back. And then we just have a lot of questions about what's been going on. Also, Kylian Mbappe is looking, he may be going back to Real Madrid, but he's still undecided. Or if he wants to stay at PSG. Right now, I've been, you know, I can really care less now because this this has been going this has been an ongoing thing. And it and it kind of gets frustrating at times, you know, dealing with this, you know, hearing these rumors and then hearing, you know, oh, Mbappe doesn't want to leave, he wants to stay. You know, you don't even know what's going on. And you know, this was his this is this was his boyhood uh team. He did love them, so it's only right for him to go there. I don't think he wants to go anywhere else. Maybe Liverpool, but I think now that Jurgen Club is stepping down, there's, there's probably a possible. There's not going to be much greater chance for them to get him. Maybe they still try to go out and get him if they find the right coach, and then if he sees what he likes, then he might go there, or he might just stay at PSG and you know try to get it done. But you know. Just a lot of questions, you know, in this time. The MLS is starting to come back up. Uh, Messi uh, scored in a friendly against the Saudi Arabia team, but they ended up losing. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Um, You know, the FA FA Cup has, uh, the next round has started. You know, like I said, a lot of things have happened, you know, in the FA Cup. But, you know, nothing more than, you know, the Bundesliga where Bayern, Bayern uh, Leverkusen and Bayern Munich are very close. Uh, I think two weeks from now they play each other and Bayern Leverkusen is I just need to see the point. Um, standings of what's been going on. Okay, so right now, Bayern, uh, Bayern, Bayern, Bayern Leverkusen has forty nine points, and Bayern is only two points uh, from them. So this is going to be a big weekend. Big weekend. It'll be nice to see another team other than Bayern winning the team, but maybe Thomas Tuchel 
and um, Harry Kane and the boys of Bayern Munich can get the job done and try to get back in their winning ways in the Bundesliga. Uh, but, you know, it's just very interesting, to say the least, uh, with everything going on in the soccer world. Uh, the transfer market is coming to a close very soon. So we we know that there's some teams out there that are still trying to sell and still trying to buy a couple of players. But it hasn't been a busy, busy day. Uh, uh, transfer uh, window uh, this winter because a lot of teams can't really buy as much as they want because the money and everything else like that and contracts with other players. So, you know, I have to say the least is that, you know, this, um, you know, it, it's only going to get better, you know, even with football ending, I think it's only going to get better because we still have soccer. We still got NBA, we got NHL and some other things too. But uh, on to the next topic and on to better things. We're going to talk about the NHL real quick. My Rangers were in a little bit of a slump lately, but then they got back to the winning ways. They got a really easy win against the Ottawa Senators, who's been a very struggling team. Um, they are still top of the – they are still two points ahead of the uh, – Carolina Hurricanes, which, you know, this division is not easy. Um, and, you know, it's just very surprising to see. Uh, but the NHL is coming, you know, the trade line, trade deadline is coming soon. So there is some um, talks that Chris Jury may be making some moves, you know, and try to help the team out, you know, because we got to find, we need a couple more pieces to try to make a really good playoff run. I don't think he's going to go as crazy as he did last year. As we all remember, Rangers fans, as he went out and got Vladimir Tarasenko and Patrick Kane and Patrick Kane during the trade deadline, and that ended up not working for us in the long run in the playoffs. So uh, I think this time Chris Jerry's going to be smarter, especially with the cap, with the cap, uh, sal- with the cap uh, closing in on us because we still do have to pay a couple of players and stuff like that. So it's going to be very interesting. To- very interesting to see which teams are going to do what and what, you know, during this trade deadline and uh, what 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 moves can they make to help uh, help to help their team, you know, get over the hump and get and hoist that uh, Stanley uh, Stanley Cup, Lord Stanley. So, you know, it's just a lot of questions up in the air right now. A lot's been going on, but it's been a lot of good hockey. I can I cannot lie about it. I've been watching the be- as much as possible. Uh, I try not to watch the Rangers as much because they, they haven't been playing as well, but you know, overall, you know, you got to love the guys. You got to love what, what the hockey, what this hockey season has brought. Uh, Connor Bedard is still out with a, with a broken jaw. So he's still out for like another couple more weeks. Um, so, you know, it's just really interesting. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll get back to, um, just trying to get back to my Rangers real quick, you know. Igor Shesterkin has been playing very well. Uh, Jacob Trouba, our captain, got a two-game suspension for elbowing a player in the head when they played Vegas after getting smacked by them, I guess, out of frustration. So he's out for the next game, too, and then he'll come back. But, I mean, overall, I have to say this. um, It's been good so far. It's been a very good hockey season. A lot of things up in the air. Artemi Panarin is definitely in an MVP candidate uh, season. So he's been playing very well, been playing off the charts. So we have to see how this team can hold up, what kind of trade deadlines they're going to make and try to, you know, 
try to see if they can, uh, you know, make a big playoff push this year after a disappointing one last year. So, you know, it is what it is, guys. You know, you got to just, you know, enjoy the times and enjoy the good times rolling. And, you know, it's going to be really fun and interesting, to say the least. And also, just a quick shout out, if you guys, some of you college uh, hockey fans out there, there was a huge game this past weekend, beat uh, Boston College uh, was at home, and they played against the Boston Terriers, the number one seed, and Boston College got the job done, and now they are the number one seed out of this poll this week. So congratulations to Boston College of beating their rivals, their hometown rivals, the Boston, uh, Boston University, a very two very good prominent um. A very two very good hockey programs that have been doing very well for themselves uh, have a lot of high profile prospects for the NHL as well too. So you know you just you you gotta love it. You gotta love it. You really do. Um, I'm gonna go on to my next topic. Uh, I have one more after this one, but uh, I wanted to talk about this because this week uh, is gonna be launching a really another big another big sports event. Um, and, you know, some of you may not know this sport. Some of you may may watch it, may have played it. And, you know, this sport is rugby, guys. And this week, uh, the Six Nations is back for another big time, uh, big time um, event. If none of you know what the Six Nations is, it's a big rugby rugby event against big, uh, the big uh, six uh, European um, national teams that face off for a month maybe like a month, month and a half. Um, It's usually France, Ireland, Italy, England, and Wales. Um, Last year, Ireland won the Grand Slam. Uh, This year, let's see if they can repeat it, but they are going to have a couple of missing pieces. um, One of their uh, big-time leaders, Johnny Saxton, uh, retired after the World Cup of last year, so now they're going to be without him. And, um, you know, we got to see what this England side is going to bring this year, uh, even though they're going to be without one of their captains, uh, Owen Farrell. France is going to be another big uh, contender this year, but they're going to be out. They're going to be out with one of their star players, Anton uh, Ant- Antonio Duplon. I think that's his name uh, in the show. So he's a really big time uh, scrum half. But a lot of you that don't know about rugby, uh, it's a really grueling sport. It's like football, but they have no pads um, and only one person can really tackle them, not like a joint of people. Uh, but, you know, it's a really great sport. And if you want to get more into it, I would suggest you guys watch the Six Nations of Full Contact that just came out this past uh, week uh, on Netflix. It is a great uh, way how to understand what's been what's going on in the rugby rugby uh rugby world how it's played and you got to see all the top players in all these international uh teams you know and coaches talk about you know the the challenges and you know the the hurdles that they have to go through to try to you know win a grand slam um it was very interesting you know i love the show because it was really interesting to see like how some coaches you know were trying to you know bring their teams up even young uh like italy it was really cool to see how like they were trying to, you know, make a statement in their games, even though, you know, they ended up not winning any games uh, that time. So 
it was really hard, you know, to see a team like that who, you know, really had a lot of pride in the game and a lot of pride in themselves and really trusted themselves to go uh, to go out like that, and, you know, try to, you know, give it their all. And, you know, they weren't able to get the job done. But, yeah, the Six Nations is going to be really interesting. I'm going to talk a little uh, I'm going to talk more about it. Uh, before you know it starts because we have our first big game on Friday it's going to be a heavy hitter and it's Ireland against France uh, these two these two teams uh the last two seasons France won in 2022 and then like I said Ireland is the previous uh Grand Slam winner so I know the French team is trying to get back and try to get back to their glorious days after having a disappointing uh World Cup so you know Overall, I think they want to get that Grand Slam back, but I think it's going to be tough because this Ireland team is still going to be good. Uh, a lot of still young players and still vet, vet uh, vets that have been uh, playing the game very well. So it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, what's going to happen. I'm really excited for the Six Nations. I'm going to try to watch as much games as possible and try to keep up with it and see, like, how it's been going. But, yeah, I, I literally advise all my listeners to go go out there and if you guys have netflix go and watch that six nations uh uh series it's really cool there's a lot of great players that explain what's what's going on with you know how to deal with you know the rug uh the rugby life and on and off the field and things that they have to challenge themselves so it was really cool to see i was really happy that you know um netflix uh did something like this because I was really surprised that they were going to make a Six Nations. I I think I found out they were going to make a Six Nations, but um I didn't know when. Uh, but um it's cool to see. I've always followed the Six Nations since I've been in high school, since I fell in love with rugby when I was in high school. So, you know, even though I fell off rugby a little bit uh after that, but, you know, overall, this sport is amazing. Whoever plays rugby, hats off to you because it's a tough sport. And, you know, it's a grueling sport and, you know, it's not it's not for everybody, you know, but, you know, like I said, go watch that Six Nations full contact. If you guys are interested, if you're not, it is what it is. But I'm just telling you, listen, man, rugby is coming out here and I hope hopefully the USA national teams can get, you know, uh, growing and get more, you know, young kids to play the sport, you know, and maybe hopefully we, you know, we can make this country uh a pretty top uh team but it's very hard to say that because there's a lot of really good um international teams out there especially you know in the six nations and also around the world like south africa who are now uh for uh the back-to-back champions of the world cup so hopefully i i hope netflix does a world cup uh documentary uh series of the last of last year's world cup because that was a really fun, intense World Cup that happened. So, you know, that's that's all I really can say the least of, you know, at, at most at most of it. You know, I'm really excited to see, uh, really excited to see, like, what's going to happen this year because I know next year they're going to definitely have another season because it th- this is really fun. It, I mean, to all, to Netflix, really, Netflix has really been balling out showing all these great shows they have, Full Swing, uh, the quarterback, Six Nations. You got Formula One, Drive, Drive, uh, Drive to Survive. Now they're gonna do NASCAR. 
it's it's you know Netflix Netflix you really you really have in my eye right now with uh, what you guys are doing and I love every minute of it. Uh, going on with that, I'm gonna just go on a quick uh, couple of things real quick before uh, we end the show. But um, also coming up uh, another sport uh, starting the, its new season. Kyle's lacrosse is starting this weekend. I'm excited. A lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to get into a lot of stuff. As Like I said, Nick, uh, my last episode, episode uh, 57, with my buddy Joey, uh, who is a offensive midfielder for the University of Virginia, who plays, um, plays outstanding. He uh, was a former Manhasset, um player. And, you know, Virginia looks really good this year. Duke. Uh, Syracuse, uh, my team Syracuse, hopefully they can make a big push this year and try to get to the NCAA tournament. Uh, hopefully Joey Spelina, uh can lead uh, the team. And, you know, we have a couple of couple of um, transfers that came in, you know, and wanted to play with us. So, you know, I'm really excited to say the least about this lacrosse season. Duke is still at it at its best. The Big Ten is going to be very uh, interesting to see, to say the least. Uh, Notre, um, Notre Dame, the the defending champions, let's see if they can go back-to-back back this year. Can Duke um, take back uh, the uh, trophy? Can UVA do it? I mean, can a big, te- big Ten team do it? Who knows? I don't know what's going to happen, but I am so excited that the, uh, the college lacrosse is back and it's better than ever and it's going to be fun. There's also a lot of new rules on the face-off things, a lot of things that have been changing. So, you know, it's trying to make the game faster. I'm just excited, man. It's going to be a really fun weekend with the Six Nations and college lacrosse coming back. Uh, it's a great way, even with football ending soon. Uh, uh, we only have one more game left of the NFL, and then we have to wait a very long time until September for the new season of 2024 to start. So, um, yeah, it's been looking good, guys, and I'm just really excited. A lot to come into this. Formula One, uh, uh, the cars, uh, Formula One season is going to start soon in March. But uh, we always can't forget about the livery, the car liveries, all the new cars that they're going to show us with the new technology and everything else like that. I'm excited. That's next month. They're going to show all the cars and a lot of interesting things that are going to be happening. But, you know, hey, it is what it is, guys. Um, I just want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in on this episode. This is episode 58. I am your host again, Eli. Eli and... um, Thank you, guys, and I'll try to get another episode uh, in this week. I'll try to do one before the Six Nations and before uh, the Calls Across season starts. So hang on tight. And if you haven't gone gone to see my last uh, episode with Joey, uh, please go and see it because it was a great episode. I think a lot of people, uh, some of the people that did watch it, they really did love the interview. They thought it was really interesting. Some of them weren't even lacrosse fans. And. You know, I just want to I really do appreciate the people that did go in, out, go out and see it. But it'll be up there. You can always check uh, Eli's Corner. Uh, it's on uh, Spotify. It's on every other streaming platform. You can find it anywhere. iHeartRadio. I also have it on Spot- Spotify podcast. That's my main um, feed that I usually go on. But, uh, yeah, just listen out uh, on for the next episode. Uh, I hope you guys have a great night. And uh, I will see you guys another time. 
Uh, but other than that, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, stay positive. Uh, if you haven't g- gotten to your goals for this year, uh, you know, just keep your head up and, you know, things can change, you know, and you just keep mov- motivating yourself and being consistent, especially for myself. My Myself is trying to be more consistent in putting out more content, more episodes of this podcast, because I feel like this podcast can go a very far way. And um, I hope you guys Enjoy the rest of your week. I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. This is Eli, and this is Eli's Corner. And uh, thank you guys again. Episode 58, and I'll see you guys soon. All right, guys. Bye-bye.